Blog Talk Radio. Challenging, thought-provoking, insightful. This is God in Country, the collision of faith and politics. Hosted by nationally known speaker, Reverend Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Not your typical Rev. Dr. Sean is a proud military veteran, former law enforcement officer, and founder of the internationally regarded executive protection team. Through counseling, elite life coaching, and national speaking, this ninja pastor tells it like it is. This series is biblically and politically engaged with the pedal to the metal. With today's edition of God in Country, here is host and author of the acclaimed yet controversial book, Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America, Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Well, hello, America. And hello, Blog Talk Radio. This is a new thing here. So uh, hopefully, if you can, if you can hear me, uh, send me a message. If you have uh, the chat information and all that, let me know. Let me know how I'm sounding. This is my first show on Blog Talk Radio, uh, and so it's a different setup than my other show on TogiNet. And uh, so let me just say this to you. This one's a little different because I am the host and the uh, engineer and producer and all of that stuff. And any of you know, any of you that know me, you know that I am an idiot when it comes to this kind of thing. So uh, just be aware, be aware of that, and I may mess some stuff up because I have to do it myself on this one. Uh, if we can make this show successful, get up to 500,000 uh, people listening live every Monday, we're going to expand it to uh, three hours. So that's the deal. So welcome to the Collision of Faith and Politics. Many of you have uh, heard my other show over on another network, and uh, we are looking at expanding here. And, uh, you know, this is going to be a fast hour. For those of you who haven't heard me, we go kind of hard at it. We don't mess around. I want to welcome all the warfighters and sheepdogs, the uniformed and clandestine service uh, folks standing on the line for us all around the world. Uh, I do know that uh, on my other show, and probably it'll end up being on this show, I have troops, uh, combat troops, in the theater listening live, live from Iraq and Afghanistan and Kuwait and Qatar and stateside and, and all of those things. So... I want you to know that uh, I appreciate you. A big Semper Fi to the deployed Marines from the Tidewater area of Virginia, and hello to the United States Army Rangers at Fort Benning, Georgia. Rangers lead the way. Hello to the United States soldiers and civilians in Europe serving us there, serving our, our interests there. Uh, tell your friends over there to listen to the show, but be careful. Listen, watch your neck. There's a high density of Islam there, and we at the show, we're praying for you daily. Welcome also to my listeners uh, who are Gold Star families. As any of you who know me, uh, you know that uh, it's it's a powerful thing, the situation that you're in. It, it moves me. It really, really moves me. The sacrifice you've made is, is indescribable. And I want you to know uh, that I care about you. 
uh, most of you know I'm, I'm very involved with the Gold Star families, and and uh, we do work with uh, three uh, Gold Star family uh, organizations, and um, it, they're important to me. I'll tell you who they are in a second. But I want to welcome you, listeners. You're you are honored guests here, and some of you have actually been on my other show. Uh, Americans, do you know that there's there's families? There are families in your hometown, maybe even on your street. If you live in a townhouse or a condo, maybe even in your building. If you live in an apartment, maybe in your building. They've lost children, spouses, parents, aunts, uncles. In these wars, these wars we're fighting right now. Did you know that 19,000 Americans have been killed since 9-11-01? Did you know that? Did you know it? Do you know who those people are in your hometown? Why not? Why don't you know? They're in your town. You know what makes a town great is is when the folks in that town care about each other. They lift each other up. They root out the bad people and they get them out. Or they put pressure on them to do the right thing. They make them pay a price if they don't. And they also get behind the folks that go off to war, that join the military. They get a bunch of people together when the person reports for boot camp. You know, they start their military career, and they go to the bus station, and they cheer them on. You can do it. They make signs, and they say, you can do it. We believe in you. You know, any town in America, we believe in you. And then when that person goes off to war, And you know they're coming home on leave, and you say, look, we know you're deploying. We're worried about you, but we're praying for you. We're going to take care of your parents. We're going to love on your parents. We're going to make sure that the least they have to worry about is that their town is supporting their child or their husband. That's what you do, folks. That's what a good town does. That's what a good America does. And then when that person reports for war, you encourage them. You send them care packages. You ask the family, hey, what does what does Bobby or Brenda need? What do they need? What do we need to send? How about in their squad? What do we send their squad? What do they really want? And you do that. And you send cards. You send cards to the to the moms and the dads or the husbands or wives. And you say, you know what? We care about you. We care about you. And we won't let you forget that we will never forget. We got your back. That's what a good town does. That's what a good state does. That's what a good country does. You know what? We don't get a great country unless we do that. <laughs> My friend and Gold Star sister who I met standing at the grave of her brother, I met her with her mom and her husband, also an active-duty military fellow. Great guy. Great people. I won't say their name. Some folks I do say their name, but these folks, uh, I haven't asked them if I could say their name. They're going to be on the radio show, I'm sure, at some point. But she told me about a quote from a Gold Star dad. 
And it went like this. America isn't at war. American soldiers are at war. America is at the mall. You know, my crack researchers' uh, thoughts on this were, for today, let's celebrate that America was at the mall because, you know what? The American soldier enabled them to be able to go see this movie that's just breaking records, American Sniper. You know what? And this is predictably uh, so. This is this is the case because we know that there are a lot of good people out there. Uh, my mentioning to you, uh, my mentioning to you about what to do. You know, those you know, supporting the the families that are there. That might have been the first time a lot of you have ever heard that. Write it down. Jot some notes down. Go to your church. Uh, get a group together. Go to your chamber of commerce. Go to your go to your uh, what's that one group? Rotary. Whatever groups you're in. Go to them and say, hey, we have soldiers in this town that are in harm's way on our behalf. Let's do this. Get organized. A lot of people think the war's winding down, but it's not. It's not. The war is coming to us. You know why? Because we have a president who is sympathetic to Islam. Says the most beautiful sound he's ever heard. It's a call to prayer. Muslim call to prayer. That ought to sicken you. But you know what? We're a nation of good and decent people. And if you went to see American Sniper, you left from there proud and awed and you just wanted to know what can I do and you're convicted that look I, I'm not a hero that guy uh, Chris Kyle and Mark Allen Lee and, and so many others depicted in the movie are heroes there's a lot of a lot of soldiers that that weren't named in the movie, that are heroes. Everybody from the rank private all the way up to general that's in the zone, heroes. But we're convicted. We say, we, you know, maybe you didn't get a chance to serve. Maybe, maybe you had a physical malady uh, for whatever reason, maybe your eyesight or whatever, whatever the case may be, and you weren't able to serve. You say, I don't feel like I did my part. Did our part. That's, that's a funny term, isn't it? I, I want to do my part. What is your part? What is your? It's, that's so ambiguous, isn't it? Crazy thing about it is, it's so many of the things that I mentioned and so much more. I'm going to tell you some things you can do today on the show. You can go to uh, www.drshawngreener.com, D-R-S-H-A-W-N-G-R-E-E-N-E-R.com. You can listen to past messages. You can listen to sermons, interviews. I travel all over the United States speaking. There will be different speeches on there, some stuff I've written. You can also go to Facebook, backslash God and Country. Uh, I think that's how it is. Or go to Sean Greener and follow me there. Love to have you. Go to Twitter, at the Ninja Pastor. Follow me there. Find out what we're doing. 
You can also get my book, by the way. I, I wrote a controversial book, critically acclaimed book, called Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America. In coming, uh, coming shows, we'll talk a little bit about that book. I want to do my part. What is doing my part? One of the significant things that my show is trying to do is we're trying to bring to light that we as a United States government, not we as the people, as a people, the United States government, do not take care of our own. What I'm saying there to you is that, you know what? Wow. Wow. The government... We think that the United States government takes care of our own, of our soldiers, our vets, our returning combat vets, broken bodies, brain injuries, limbs missing. See, most people think, most regular folks think that we do take care of them. The government does take care of them. No. I'm not talking about us as a people. I'm not talking about charity organizations. I'm not talking about the great organizations I mentioned at the top of the show. I'm talking about our government. They think that they do, and they don't. Listen, with a president such as Barack Hussein Obama and his administration, critical for each of us to know that our government doesn't take care of them. At a minimum, individuals can support and publicize. You always hear about businesses. uh, I think Chick-fil-A does it. Radio Shack, I know, does it. It's awesome. Uh, The Outback, I happen to know the owner of Outback, and, and I know what he does for the military. It's amazing. Support those businesses. Publicize those businesses. Use your Facebook and your Twitter and your whatever else, your smoke signals, whatever. Use it all. And tell everybody you know about those businesses. Help those businesses to be, help them to know. Just like with the show, feedback is amazing. Even if it's just a discount, folks, it doesn't matter. It's something. It's something. We have a caller here. I have never taken a call, so we'll see how this goes. This will be new. This is a good time to take a, uh, a call here. Hello, you're live. Hello, can I hear you? Can you hear me? Nope, doesn't sound like it. We'll put you on hold. I'm probably doing something wrong, so, uh, you know. Hang in there. Thank you for calling. Call back if if uh, you realize I hung up on you by accident. Yeah, we'll do a lot of that until I learn it. It's this big panel here I've never even seen. You know, many civilians who've never served in the military, they they are often shocked. When I go around the country and I talk about these types of things, about what we do and don't do for the military, when I tell them what we don't provide, When I tell them about the gaps in care, I, I think there's a per, uh, there's a perception that we do. They say, you know what, we do these things. We do these things. But we don't. I think, you know, it, a lot of people think the military is a sweet deal. You know, you get college. You get money. You know, you get paid. They have no idea that you're just right at poverty level until you get to E4 or E5. 
You get trained. Yeah, you get training. You get trained in that specific task, which doesn't generally translate the public sector, the the uh, the private sector. It's it's very. Listen, I have Navy SEALs that contact me all the time and Delta Force guys. Like, man, I was in SEAL Team Three. I was in SEAL Team Six. I was in SEAL Team This or That. I can't find a job. I can't find a job. Listen, man, you got to take this seriously. This is for real. All this talk about the military being a sweet deal, you know, the college. Let me tell you what you got to risk to go to college. The first thing you got to do is you got to write a check, and it's blank. The check is blank, up to and including your life. And if you live, then you get college, money, training, medical, military housing. It's powerful. But you know what? When you get injured, let's say you get hurt on on the battlefield. Let's say you get hurt in training. Wow. We think, so many people that are not in the know think, oh, of course we give them the best possible care. Well, maybe not the best care, but American people, we take care of you. Well, maybe not the best care. Okay. Congressmen get that. The president gets that. But at least it's free. Well, it's not free. They pay co-pays. They pay just like you. And the care is far from the best. You've heard about the VA scandals. I think that it's a society. It, it, it's very, very sobering to accept the fact that we need to treat our only defense for our liberty as some sort of charity organization. Is it appalling to you? Is it at all appalling to you that we have to have charity organizations to help take care of our veterans? The very idea that a Navy SEALs family has to be the recipient of a charity is appalling. Yet, that's the case. That's reality. That's reality. We're going to talk about that and some other stuff on the show today. You know how this show grows? I'll tell you how it grows. You... you Tell at least three other people with the Internet. It does me no good if they don't have the Internet. Because it would be like, how do I listen in? What radio station do I go to? What, where do I turn it on the dial? Is that AM 910, 917.9? What is it? Look, it's it's Internet. they got to have the Internet. You tell three people, three new people, every week. You grow it into sustainable force. Once we have half a million listeners, we're going to go to three hours on Monday. Once we get a million point five, one point five million, we're going to go to daily. Listen, if you're a sponsor, you're looking for somebody. We have a, a pretty decent audience now coming in from our other show. We have a real decent audience coming in from uh, drshawngreener.com. An awful lot of downloads there. We'd be happy, happy to talk to you about sponsoring segments or sponsoring the show. I need you to go tweet. The link to the show, you'll find that on Twitter and uh, at the Ninja Pastor. Uh, also on Facebook, the God and Country Show page. You know, it's it's cool. It's cool what you do. It's cool what you do. I mean, look, you're on the computer. You're you're clicking and 
www.com and whatnot and well, what have you. That's cool, man. That's awesome. You could do that. Well, you know what? Tweet out hashtag the Ninja Pastor. Facebook it. Share it. Well, you can click like all day long. I'm going to just tell you this. God and Country Radio, I think it's Facebook.com backslash God and Country Radio. You go to that, like that. All the links are there. You share that. You copy and paste the post. You share that out to your friends. It's nice that you you just hit share, but you got to put that verbiage in there because that really helps. You go to DrSeanGreener.com, free messages, speeches, interviews. You can get my book there too. God uh, God knows I, 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 need you to, I need you to buy my book. I'd love for you to buy my book. It's a very reasonable price. If you want, I'll even sign it and send it to you. Make it we're instantly worth half. Uh, it, the book's name is Excellence Kill the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America. Hey, we have another caller. Let me see if I can do this one right. Let's try it. Hello, you're live. Hello, Dr. Sean. Hello. Can you, you hear me, Dr. Sean? I can. This can is Sean. Yes, sir. This <laughs> is Sean. This is the other Sean. The hey, Sean that runs the, other, the... You know, hey. Hey, America, this is, you know who this is? This is one cool dude. He spells his name differently. He spells it correctly, S-E-A-N. And he is an active-duty military fireman. Love this dude. He's like a brother. And he runs the God and Country Facebook page. What do you got to say there, brother? I was just going to call to congratulate you on your second hour. You killed the first hour on the other network. And then just I wanted to say keep it going. You are the man, brother. Thank you so much for what you do both in the military and what you do in the community. You know, this guy, folks. Uh, the, the, all of the charities that I mentioned, uh, he's heavily involved in all of them. Sean is, is plugged in. He's ramped up. Uh, he and his wife are, are heavily involved in helping his fellow troops, his returning troops, and the Gold Star families. Uh, amazing what this family does. We really appreciate you. I appreciate you. I'm honored to have you as a friend and, and uh, to have you listen to the show and also all of what you do in the God and Country Radio Show page. I'm trying to encourage people to go to that page and and like it and do all the stuff that they do with the dot, 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 and www and all that stuff. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I really appreciate you doing what you do. Thanks for calling in, brother. Thank you. Have a good night. Uh, uh, you do the same. You do the same. It's awesome. That's an awesome dude right there, let me tell you. Awesome dude. So uh, today's radio show, you know, you uh, – maybe we'll skip – I don't know. We'll skip breaks. I'll get in trouble for this, but – Maybe we'll see. We'll see. Uh, today's radio show, this is kind of what I'm talking about, if you kind of get the gist here. You, you don't you don't want to miss the rest of the show, so text your friends or whatever you have to do. But don't text and drive, though. Pull over or something. Not if you're on, like, 95 or 895 or the 5 in L.A. or something like that. Don't do it, don't do it there, man. So American Sniper, the movie, broke all kinds of box office records in its opening weekend. Pretty cool. Love that. Love that. There's an awful lot of uh, Hollywood elites that are that are flapping their jibs talking about uh, Chris Kyle and the military and snipers in general in a in a pejorative. But let me just tell you this: uh, we don't care what they say. We're going to make them irrelevant. But a lot of people, when I went to see it, you know, I'll I'll, t- I'll tell you the story here in a little bit, but. When I went to see it, I had mixed emotions. I had a hard time watching uh, Lone Survivor. Um, if you know my background and my history and, and all that, you'll understand why. Uh, but a lot of people left the theater really forlorn. They said, what can I do? I'm no hero like Chris Kyle and or Mark Allen Lee or Aaron Carson Vaughn or Michael Strange or Sam Griffith. 
the good major, Marine Corps, Semper Fi. For the many other great American heroes, they say, look, I'm not that guy. uh, I'm not that guy. I'm just a regular dude. I'm just a regular girl. What can I do? There's lots of other American heroes, great American heroes, sacrificed everything for our country. I'm just a regular person here in America. What can I do? First, let me dispel a myth, folks. Let me dispel a myth. Heroes like Chris Kyle, Mark Allen Lee, or the many others I've mentioned, that have given all for our country, they're a rare breed, folks. You can't copy them. You can't. You can emulate the greater traits in them, but you can't copy them as a hero. You can't. Well, I'm going to do what they did, and I'll be a hero. You know why? Because they're the rarest of men and women. They're the rarest. In today's show, I'm going to teach you how to be a hero in your hometown. I've already told you some of it. I'm going to reach into your gut. I'm going to help you find out what you're really made of. I want you to be ready because this show just might change your life. But you know what's more important than changing your life? More than that, you'll learn that being the bold patriotic, constitutional, do-something American you can be. No pressure here. But you can actually help save the United States of America. You can help save this republic. And you know what? This country desperately needs you. Let me tell you how some true patriots honored Chris Kyle in the week leading up to his funeral and memorial service. Um, this is an account of, a, of, of the funeral that Navy SEAL Chris Kyle uh, uh, talks about the funeral and the, the events surrounding it by the mother of his Navy SEAL roommate. His, uh, he was, his name is Derek. He's still alive. Thank God. Here's the letter. This is why America will remain strong. We take care of our own as well as others who may not deserve taken care of. I just wanted to share with you, you all, she must be from Texas, you all, that out of a horrible tragedy, we were blessed by so many people. Chris Kyle was Derek's teammate through 10 years of training and battle. They both suffer, suffered from PTSD to some extent and took great care of each other because of it. In 2006 in Ramadi, that was horrible for young men that never had any more aggressive physical contact with another human than on a Texas football field. They lost many friends. Chris became the armed services' number one sniper of all time. That's not something he was happy about, other than the fact that in so doing, he saved a lot of American lives. Three years ago, his wife, Taya, asked him to leave the SEAL teams as he had a huge bounty on his head by Al-Qaeda. He did. He left the teams, and he wrote the book, The American Sniper. 100% of the proceeds from the book went to two of the SEAL families who had lost their sons in Iraq. That was the kind of guy Chris was. He formed a company in Dallas to train the military, police, and I think firemen as far as protecting themselves in difficult situations. He also formed a foundation to work with military people suffering from PTSD. You see, Chris was a giver, not a taker. 
He, along with a friend and neighbor, Chad Littlefield, were murdered trying to help a young man that had served six months in Iraq and claimed to have PTSD. Now I need to tell you about all the blessings after he died. Southwest Airlines flew in any SEAL and their family from any airport they flew into, free of charge. The employees donated buddy passes, and one lady worked for four days without much of a break to see that it happened. Volunteers were at both airports in Dallas to drive them to the hotel. The Marriott Hotel reduced their rates to $45 a night and cleared the hotel for only SEALs and family. The Midlothian, Texas Police Department paid the $45 a night for each room. I would guess there were about 200 people staying at the hotel. 100 of them were SEALs. Two large buses were chartered. An unknown donor paid the bill to transport people to the different events. They also had a few rental cars, which were also donated. The police and the Secret Service were on duty 24 hours a day during the stay at our hotel. At the Kyle House, the Texas Department of Public Safety parked a large motorhome in front to block the view from reporters. It remained there the entire five days for the SEALs to congregate in and use, and all to use the restroom so as to not have to go into the house. Taya, their two small children, and both sets of parents were staying in the home. Only a handful of SEALs went into the home as they had different duties and meetings were held sometimes on an hourly basis. It was a huge coordination of many different events and security. Derek was assigned to be a pallbearer to escort Chris's body when it was transferred from the Midlothian Funeral Home to the Arlington Funeral Home and to be with Taya. That was a tough job. Taya seldom came out of her bedroom. The house was full of people from the church and other family members that would come each day to help. I spent one morning in a bedroom with Chris's mom, and the next morning with Chad Littlefield's parents. Chad was his buddy, and the other man murdered with Chris. That was a tough job. George W. Bush and his wife, Laura, met and talked to everyone on the SEAL team, one-on-one. They went behind closed doors with Taya for quite a while. They had prayer with us all. You know, you can tell when people are sincere and caring. Nolan Ryan sent his cooking team a huge grill and lots of steaks, chicken, and hamburgers. They set up in the front yard and fed people all day long, including the 200 SEALs and their families. The next day, a local barbecue restaurant set up a buffet in front of the house and fed all once again. Food was plentiful, and all were taken care of. The family's church kept those inside the house well-fed. Jerry Jones, the man everyone loves to hate, was a rock star. He made sure that we were all taken care of. His wife and he were just making sure everyone was taken care of. You see, that's class. He donated the use of Cowboy Stadium for the services, as it was determined that so many wanted to attend. The charter buses transported us to the stadium on Monday at 10.30 a.m. Every car, every bus, every motorcycle was searched with bomb dogs and police. I'm not sure if kooks were making threats, trying to make a name for themselves, or if so many SEALs 
in one place was a security risk. I don't know. We willingly obliged. No purses went into the stadium. Let me say this. Let me just interrupt this letter. Let me say this. Anytime you get 100 SEALs together, ISIS, Al-Qaeda, Islam, kooks, they'll all gather. They'll all gather and they'll try to attack. You see, one thing you don't know is most of these SEALs and these folks, other combat troops, they're active duty in combat. They flew back from combat for this funeral and memorial service. And as soon as it was over, they had to go back into combat, back to the letter. We were taken to the legends room. High up in a large buffet was available. That was for about 300 people. Our numbers were growing. A Medal of Honor recipient was there. Lots of Secret Service and police and Sarah Palin and her husband, Todd. This was a very formal military service. Let me just say real quickly, a lot of people, a lot of people have, well, first of all, she didn't make a splash about it. She didn't make a a big event over it. But Sarah Palin and Todd were good friends with Chris. They were on the show Stars Earn Stripes together. And they became close friends. And Chris had said he he had a huge amount of respect for Todd Palin and, and Sarah Palin, top-notch people. Back to the letters. The service started at 1 p.m., and when we were escorted onto the field, I was shocked. We heard that about 10,000 people had come to attend also. They were seated in the stadium seats behind us. It was a beautiful and emotional service. The bagpipe and drum corps were wonderful, and the Texas A&M Men's Choir stood through the entire service and sang right at the end. We were all in tears. The next day was the 200-mile procession from Midlothian, Texas, to Austin for the burial. It was cold, and it was a drizzly, windy day, but the people were out. We had dozens of police motorcycle riders, freedom riders, five chartered buses, and lots of cars. You had to have a pass to be in the procession, and still it was huge. Two helicopters circled the procession with snipers sitting out of the side door for protection. It was the longest funeral procession ever in the state of Texas. People were everywhere. The entire route was shut down ahead of us. The people were lined up on the side of the road the entire way. Firemen were down on one knee. Police officers were holding their hats over their hearts. Children were waving flags. Veterans were saluting as we drove by. Every bridge had fire trucks with large flags displayed from their tall ladders. People all along the entire 200 miles were standing in the cold weather. It was so heartwarming. Taya rode in the hearse with Chris's body. So my son Derek rode the route with us. I was so grateful to have that time with him. The service was at Texas National Cemetery. Very few are buried there, and you have to apply to get in. It's like people from the Civil War, Medal of Honor winners, a few from the Alamo, and all the historical people of Texas. It was a a nice service, and the Freedom Riders surrounded the outside of the entire cemetery to keep the crazy church people from Kansas that protest at military funerals away from us.
Each seal put his trident, which is a metal seal badge, on top of Chris's casket, one at a time. A lot hit it in with one blow. Derek was the only one to take four taps to put his in, and it was almost like he was caressing it as he did it. Another very tearful moment. After the service, Governor Rick Perry and his wife Anita invited us to the governor's mansion. She stood at the door and greeted each of us individually and gave each of the seals a coin of Texas. Anita Perry was a sincere, compassionate, and gracious hostess. We were able to tour the ground floor and then went into the garden for beverages and barbecue. So many of the SEAL team guys said that after they get out of the military, they're going to move to Texas. They remarked that they had never felt so much love and hospitality. The charter buses then took the guys to the airport to catch their returning flights. Derek just now called after a 20-hour flight. He's back in his spot in a dangerous land on the other side of the world, protecting America. We just wanted to share with you the events of a quite emotional but blessed week and also let it be known. The President of the United States can call some sort of sports person and congratulate him on announcing to the world that he's gay, but he couldn't call the family of Chris Kyle. He couldn't make some sort of statement. What is happening in our society, our honor and our pride? Nearly a month after the tragic death of one of America's greatest war heroes, it has become apparent that President Obama and the White House will do nothing to honor, and they haven't done since, or even mention the late United States Navy SEAL Christopher Kyle. Many, including Sarah Palin, have called upon Obama to say something about Kyle, who was slain by a disturbed fellow veteran February 2nd. But there's not been a word, not even a written statement by Obama or even the then White House Press Secretary, Jay Carney. You know, he gets the task of honoring those who are deemed not quite worthy of an utterance from the president. Let me say this, folks. That, my friends, is how you honor an American hero. That, my friends, is how a state takes care of one of its own. That, my friends, is how a state pays attention to those who are in harm's way. That's how a community cares for the people. You know what I hear people say all the time? I travel from church to church. I go all over the country and and uh, I, I hear this said a lot of times and it kind of it drives me nuts. Well, we're, we're praying for you. We'll pray for you. That's great, folks. I, I'm all for that. I'm, I'm big on prayer. Prayer, prayer changes things, but you've got to do more than just pray. You've heard the disses this week uh, from Michael Moore and Seth Rogen. Yeah, you know, the elite mega-millionaire schlub. He disrespects a true American hero in Chris Kyle. You know, Michael Moore, the, the mega-millionaire guy. You know, I'm just a regular guy. No, he's not. And Seth Rogen, the pothead actor, air quotes, he joins in on disrespecting America's deadliest sniper. You know, this is what you get from rich celebrities with no skin in the game of liberty and freedom. You know, they pretend to be one of the regular guys just like all of you while they live in mansions. They don't know they're rear from a hole in the ground. 
Yeah. They feel they rate listening to. They feel they rate you listening to them, but I'll tell you what, they're irrelevant. We make them irrelevant when we turn away from them, when we turn our backs to them, just like the NYPD did Communist Mayor de Blasio. They're not heroes. It's Seth Moore and or Michael Moore and Seth Rogen. They're not heroes. They can't even act like a hero. They'll never be a hero. They can't pretend. But you can. You can be a hero at home. Maybe you didn't join the military. Well, maybe you did serve. You were never in combat or maybe direct combat support, but you you were you were behind the lines or you were in another country or you were here in the United States. So you didn't feel as though you you contributed your fair share. Maybe you go to see a movie like Lone Survivor or American Sniper and you feel inadequate to be in the company of combat heroes or the families of the fallen. You know, on my other show and on this show, we'll, we'll, we'll also talk to Debbie Lee and Karen and Billy Vaughn and Charlie and Marianne Strange and others. And we ask them, you know, what do you say to Gold Star families? What do you say when we've talked a great length about what you can do to honor their memories and their sacrifices? First and foremost, don't forget. First and foremost, you've got to you've got to know about them. You know, you don't hear about deaths now. You don't you don't hear about the combat deaths. You don't hear. Listen, the other week we lost four at one time. lost four at one time. Did you hear about it? And you know what? They all have families. They all are from towns. They all are from states. You know, that was amazing what they did for Chris Kyle. That's awesome. I was invited to attend. I couldn't go because of prior engagements. But, man, I'll tell you what. We need to be doing this. We need to at least show up for every single one coming back. We need to go to the VA hospital. You know why VA hospitals are the way they are? Because nobody's keeping an eye on it. You know why? Because apparently we don't care. You know why VA hospitals are in the condition that they're in? Because we don't care enough to go and visit. We let them go and languish with poor care and poor conditions, because we don't go. You know what? Let's start sending Congress. Let's take away Congress's Cadillac plan. Let's take that away, and let's make them go to the VA. You know what else? Let's do this. I'm a fan of this. Let's do this. Let's make Congress work for the middle of enlisted, let's say E6, E5, E6. Let's, let's make them start. Let's pay them what an E5 or E6, a petty officer, second class or first class makes. Let's start them at that. Let's start them at that. And let's send them to the VA. And let's have them stay in military housing. None of this none of this $5,000 allowances and all this stuff for, you know, their their second home and they don't pay taxes on this because wow, they have you, you look up congressional benefits sometime. Let's stop with that. Let's stop let's stop treating them like heroes cuz they're not heroes. 
Hey, let me go. I'm getting mad, so let me go call. Hey, welcome to the show. This is Dr. Sean, the Ninja Pastor. Hey, Dr. Sean, this is Bob from Philadelphia. How you doing? Billy Bob, how you doing, my brother? Hey, on behalf of the Michael Strange Foundation, I'd like to thank you for all you do for our Gold Star families, and I am honored to be your friend, and thank you, sir, for all you do for this country. Uh, I appreciate it, man. I don't do nothing. I'm a regular dude. But let me tell you what, you and the people of the Michael Strange Foundation, you guys are doing heroes' work. Uh, let me let me just say this really quick to the folks, because I think a lot of people don't know what the uh, Michael Strange Foundation does. You know when a Gold Star family comes back, uh, or when 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 their soldiers brought home and and interred, uh, you know the families are kind of spinning, and they need help to deal with their grief. They've got they've got nobody really, but now they do have somebody because the Michael Strange Foundation, Charlie and Marianne, and the the Hill Groups and 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 Mr. Quinn and so many of the people over there, they're doing yeoman's work, man. They're bringing these families in. They provide them with high level professional grief counseling, group and individual counseling. They provide them with love and hugs and caring. They provide them with a a safe place to vent and say what they need to say to each other. Because you know what? That's a fraternity nobody wants to be in. And they tell them, look, we're here for you. We will never, ever let you down. It's powerful, folks. It's powerful. And Philly Bob here... Let me tell you what, he gets it done. He's in there. He's he's he, he gets it. He's just in it to win it, man. He's in it. He's in it for these families. We, you know, let me say this, you know, and I I don't hope I'm not saying anything out of school, saying something I shouldn't say, but uh, you know, we had to raise money. And and I'll tell you what, I don't want to out the guy, but our first caller was one of the ones he and his wife, and he's active duty military, gave a huge sum of money to fly in people. These gold star families, so they don't have to pay anything to pay for their hotels, to pay for transportation, things of that nature. Everybody else donates their time, but but he donated huge amounts of money and donated his time, he and his wife. Let me say this, folks. These, these are heroes. You know, I'm talking about being a hero at home. I happen to know Philly Bob was a United States Marine, Semper Fi. Hoorah. But I also, but I also know, I also know that it doesn't stop there. Get involved in these things. Get involved. Get plugged in. You know, these things take time. They take money. These retreats, there's another one. I think there's two of them coming up. There's also a big event coming up we're going we're gonna to talk about in an upcoming show. I think maybe next week we're going to talk about a big event that we're having uh, at uh, the Flyers uh, Flyers game. They're, they're having a Michael Strange Foundation night. And so that's a big deal. If you even if you don't do hockey, I've never been to a professional hockey game. I'm going to go to this one. Uh, I don't know the first thing. I don't know the rules. I don't know any of that. I don't know any of it. But I have to tell you, uh, I'm going to this one because it's there's no better cause. There's no better cause, folks. Gold Star families. Hey, Philly Bob, we really appreciate you, man. We love you for what you do. Uh, I'm not doing nothing but talking and, and and just trying to bring a lot of light to something. But what you guys are doing, that's hero's work. Hero's work. Thank you so much for calling in. No problem, Sean. Love Take you care, guys. Brother. Thanks. Love you too. All right, bye-bye. So there you have it. There's, there's a hero. And, and what do heroes do here at home? 
they dig into their pockets and they say, hey, I'm, I'm going to give. I, I happen to know that uh, Debbie Lee's uh, America's Mighty Warriors, they have a monthly thing. You can go to her website. And you can, it's a small amount, but you can't believe how much it helps. Karen and Billy Vaughn, they have Operation 300. They take the, the children of fallen soldiers and they, and they take the moms and they, you know, they've lost their, they've lost their dads. They take the moms and they, they take care of them. They pamper them for a few days and they have this camp and they do stuff with the kids, male role models, good male role models. Take these kids out and do archery and helping them to camp, learn to camp and, and do fun stuff. And they talk to them and they listen to them. The Michael Strange Foundation, man, folks, You know, Taya, when she, when she, Taya, Kyle, when she left the, and I don't know her, I knew Chris, but I, I don't know her. But when she left all of that attention and went home to a, a quiet house, what then, folks? What then? People like Bob and Charlie and Marianne and Karen and Billy Vaughn and Debbie Lee and so many others. They took their tragedy and they're saying, hey, Nope, the government's not helping these Gold Star families, so we will. So we will. Here's the thing, you know, it sounds simple. It sounds easy to say, I, I'm not, I guess I'm not going to do breaks. I'll do breaks next time, next Monday. I know. I always have three hours worth of stuff and an hour to do it, and I just... I got to do it. I'm supposed to be promoting my book. I'm supposed to be promoting my speaking engagements. I'll just say, you know, I'll go anywhere. Fly me anywhere and I'll or I'll drive if it's within 150 miles or 250 miles, I'll drive and speak to your organization, your church. They don't call me the ninja pastor for nothing. If you go to my uh if you go to my Facebook page and my Twitter, you'll find a link there to a video. We're going to have a YouTube channel we're working on that now, but uh, the great Christopher, and, and this guy, let me tell you, when I say he's great, he is great. Christopher Brock of Christopher Brock Photography, a uh, good friend of mine, he shot an uh, introductory video of me. It's just a few minutes long. I have a face for radio, as you'll see when you when you click on the video. Go to that, click on that link, and I'll take you to YouTube, and you'll see a video of me, and we'll talk about what I'm about and, and, and what I do. And, and if you'd like to have me come to your church, your organization, I'm happy to do it. Happy to do it. And also my book, my book is there too. You can buy that. But it sounds it sounds simple, doesn't it? It sounds so simple. You know, we'll pray for you, we'll never forget you, all this stuff. But unless you're doing the yeoman's work that that like Billy Bob and Sean and all these other people, I mean, Sean's a busy guy. He he, but he manages my uh, God and Country uh, radio show page, the Facebook page. He manages that. Worked full time as a military fireman. You kidding me? It's funny. He comes up to me at one of my speaking engagements and says, "Hey, I'd like to volunteer to manage your, uh, to to build and manage your uh, your show page." And I was like, I, "That's great, man. Thanks." What's a show page? <laughs> I don't know. What do I know? I'm the worst self promoter ever. I got to get better of that. This is going to be my living. In upcoming shows, I'm going to tell you why I'm doing what I'm doing and where I came from and what this is all about. But, you know, if you want to go past just the talk, we'll pray for you. You know what you could do? Just as a regular citizen, you could go to the Honorable 
and, and great friend of mine, the Honorable Elizabeth Letchworth, gradegov.com, G-R-A-D-E-G-O-V-E.com. You look up the members of Congress. You know what? Look up your members of Congress. See who your elected so many I can't tell you how many people don't know who their elected officials are. They're making life and death decisions potentially for you. And you don't even know their name. You don't even know how to call them. You know, they all have telephone numbers. They all have Twitter handles. They all have Twitter accounts nowadays. They all have Facebook pages. Their email is there. You get everything. You go there, you get all that information. Print them out. Make multiple copies. Make one for your vehicle. Make one for your refrigerator. If you own a little business or or a medium-sized business, make one for every single person in your company and say, you want to change things? You don't like how the health care had to be canceled because I can't afford it anymore? You don't like how Obamacare has made you get rid of your doctor, even though he said 38 times, if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor? You don't like it? Especially the people with Obama 2012 stickers on their cars. Those need to be the first you fire when you have to cut back, let me tell you, because they're the reason. You put you put that list of phone numbers, Twitter, you put the list of all that stuff, you put it all next to your, your bed, your easy chair, your, your weightlifting equipment, your exercise equipment, you put it everywhere. You be in charge. You be in charge of finding out what your elected officials are up to what they're about to vote on. What are they proposing? What are they proposing? What kind of legislation are they working on? What's about to come up for a vote? And tell them you want to know what that's about. None of that crap should be a secret from you. Well, Nancy Pelosi, well, you have to pass it to know what's in it. She didn't even know what's in it. That's a federal crime. Their job is to know what's in it. You put it on your refrigerator. You put it everywhere you go. Just about everybody has a cell phone now. So when you're driving, before you start driving, plug in that number. Give them a call. Before you start driving, send a quick tweet. Quick Facebook. You be in charge of finding out what they're up to. You be in charge of finding out what they're about to vote on. Then you call, you email, you tweet, you Facebook, you smoke signal, and any other mode of contact, whatever else. You reach out to them. And you ask them, how are you going to vote? You write it down. And then you go to gradegov.com and you check their votes. Elizabeth Letchworth, she's going to be on my show. Uh, we do a regular uh, thing every month on my other show. She'll be on here the same on this show. She's awesome. Listen, folks, she's, she was the first female secretary of the majority ever, and her protege is now the second. Talk about leadership. Talk about a hero. You call, you email, you tweet, you Facebook, you smoke signal, anything. You reach out to them, and you ask them. You ask them. You know how they voted. You'll know by then. But you ask them. You say, hey, I talked to you before. Remember me? I asked you how you were going to vote. I asked you about the bill, what it meant, what, you know, what was in it. 
And so now I'm following up. I want to know how you voted, even though you know how they voted. You see if they lie to you again. Did they tell the truth? Did they lie? Did they vote the way they said they were going to vote? They lied. You call them out on it. No, I mean it. You call them out. Call them out. You call them. And then you tweet, you Facebook, whatever other social media stuff's out there, and you get all over it, and you fill their page, and you get all their friends to fill their page, and get all your employees, if you have a small business or a medium size or even a large size business, and you get them on there, and you put pressure on them. You know why they do the things they do in the darkness? Because we don't shine a light on it, because we're too busy going to the mall and soccer practice and violin practice and all these other things. Take an hour, one hour out of your week. You want to be a hero at home? You want to be a hero? You want to help save the republic? You want to help do that? You tell them. You say, I'm watching you vigilantly. And if you lie again, or if you stray from the constitutional oath you swore to uphold, that you personally are going to lead the charge with all of your friends to recall them or impeach them. Be respectfully respectfully vigilant. Thank you for joining us. Tell all your friends. Come back next week. Dr. Greener returns next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And in the meantime, he'll be working to restore your freedom and your liberty. He will engage in the collision of faith and politics for you and with you. In the meantime, remember to follow him on Twitter at Eminorquietis. That's E-M-I-N-O-R-Q-U-I-E-T-I-S. That's Latin for Quiet Menace. And follow him on Facebook. Dr. Greener's controversial book, Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America, is available on Amazon and at other fine booksellers. Or you can get a copy directly through his website, www.drshawngreener.com, where you can